One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's tough. I'm Matt Riddle. I fought all around the world in steel cages, knocking people out and breaking bones. It's what I do. So again, do you want me to knock them out or tap them out? August 1 warning, identity revealed as the MMA legend Tito Ortiz. Why do I wrestle? Because this is what I was born to do. Because for 20 minutes a night, my world is 18 feet by 18 feet, and nobody's better than me. Because entertaining people, that's my art. Why do I wrestle? Well, I wrestle for one person. That's my mom. アメリカの皆さん、どうもこんばんは。チャックノリスです。アマチュアやました。サワムヌドリです。アメリカでもバチバチバカ騒ぎしたいと思います。それでは皆さん、ご紹介ください。H2、3、あんなだ。Why um, are we recording? Yeah. All right, good. This um, is not like... Yeah, well, okay. Hello no, there, no. folks. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling. Um, this is... Is that the name? The, well, yeah, well that, that's the name of my podcast. I, I haven't changed it. Okay. Um, okay. Then I have to create a new feed. I'm not creating a new feed. Mm, mm, right. That's a lot of effort. That I, like, I haven't recorded a podcast in months. You think I'm going to start... Just, Let's blow it. Nuke it. No. I don't know. I have an idea. What's the idea? A whole wrestling podcast network. Nobody's thought of this. No, this is uncharted territory. It's a, uh, wow. A website where the only thing is pro wrestling and there are voices and words. Um, hmm. Are. What's my Twitter gotta be like though? I feel like I would need to change some branding mechanisms that I don't know if I'm comfortable with. Hey man, I'm, I'm I've been sitting on uh, on on WDK Evolve um, on the on the, the Twitter account for a whole two weeks now. Wow, that is yeah. that's good. I'm glad I registered a whole second phone for it. So <laughs> a burner just for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know wrestling. And this is going to be the We Don't Know Evolve series. Okay, okay. It's a series which, uh, on which a number, Like, as far as, like, in the numbering procedure that you followed, wow, how many episodes of good... WDKW have there been? 81. <sighs> wow. It's almost as many as there have been Evolves. Evolves outpacing me. They keep on chugging along at like three a clip. I can't keep up. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe books those package deals for those venues. Like, we're going to book a trio shows. We're going to really go after that, that progress tour and not really think for ourselves. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. We can catch up. 
because I don't know about you, but I've watched all 106 evolves within the last, I don't know, two weeks. And I've got notes on all of them. I don't know if that is possible, um, but I'm going to try to take your word for it. Yeah, yeah. I just watched the first one, actually, but that's good because that's all I like about it. I heard Darby versus Walter's good. Hopefully, we'll get there. Yeah, it'll, a few episodes from now, we'll get there. Yeah, oh, that was one hundred. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we got this. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It'll be like five years. Um, evolve will evolve will eventually die before this podcast. We hope. Um, <laughs> and then it'll be a lot easier to catch up. We'll be no. I hope it dies. Yeah. It makes everything easier if that company just dies. Mm. Um, so this mm. is we don't know evolve yeah. where episode one episode oh, sure <laughs> sure episode one yeah um we'll go with it episode one I'm your host Sam and with yeah. me I do you want me do you want me the co-host for this yeah yeah, yeah. co-host wow. co-host of episode it's, one. Ghost of episode one. That's commitment. I like it. Um, Bucky. Bucky, how Hi. are you? Long time, first time. Well, n- neither. Ne- well, I, one of those is true. true. Uh, yeah, okay. One of them is sort of true. Yeah. Um, January is a long I'm time good. ago. I'm very good. I really, um, I, I've got a lot of notes, but they wow. are a mess. Um, I took them on my um, Samsung Notes app. That's um, good. And then, so I, tr- so the idea was I was gonna like copy and paste them into Messenger, the Messenger app. I'm not Facebook. entirely sure how this makes it better. Well, so that's how I get, it's, that's how I get, that's how I get the words from the phone to the computer. That was like the way in my head that was like the quickest way to do it. But did you know that Facebook Messenger has a character limit, and I was only able to fit about a third of what I wrote into one message. <laughs> This is, huh? I'm exploring other avenues of uh, exporting the data um, from the one to the other now. Have you thought about a Google Doc? What's that? Yeah, I got that. Hang on. Okay. That's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing now. Wow. Good. Are All right. Good? Choose template. Resume? I think you just use a blank one. You don't need a. Yeah, I don't think you need a resume for this. Report. A report. Yep. No. I think that'll make a lot of sense. Okay. It won't. News, newsletter. Got it. All right. Yeah, newsletter. <clears throat> there needs to be a new one. I'm hearing there's a market now. There's a opening. Yeah. Just wide Crazy. Open. Crazy that, um, that he deleted his account. Man. Of all the days, just all of a sudden, guest Dunkapalooza on, on the Meltzer. Yeah, I missed most of it, but it seems like, you know, he really didn't deserve it that's my hot take <laughs> he didn't deserve it no no he's i don't misunderstood oh god i copied and pasted it um but i didn't do it as plain text so now it's like this weird big font this <laughs> weird big font it's purple also that's fine hey it's fine. yeah that's i'll go with it you're gonna look good really on my just, desktop. you're doing good you're doing good all right evolve one <laughs> yep that's the show we're gonna talk about today what are you drinking, Shane? What, what, what are you drinking? What um, do you got? This this monster import, the one with the fancy top. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it because it's I a solid just, choice. Just, now uh, I saw that you uh, you were cracking an energy drink for this, the show. Yes. 
I respect that. This is that's what I'm cracking right now. It's Bushido of you. Yes, I. Well, I'm just a tired, tired guy all the time. Um, I blame it on the mono that I had years ago. You bl- blame it on the what? The mono. Oh, okay. They, I, they, the doctors like... told me I'll always have mono. Oh man, so... I cleared my throat while you said that, and uh, I thought you said MAGA. MAGA. Um, no, no. That's all right. That's all right. We can talk about that Muga. later. I'm sure we'll have plenty of yeah, MUGA. Yeah. <laughs> um, MAGA show date show dot. I hear you. Show date. Show date. Shotaro. Probably racist. Date. No, no, it's just different culture. Different culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think his entire his entire persona is appropriating culture. So it's nope, nope. He's legit. He's a shoot artist known as Shodate. Short for shoot date. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about Evolve One. Um, Evolve One, the first one. They they just started it. I don't really have a lot of whole background information on Evolve One. You know <laughs> what? Here's a big issue. Not great for SEO after Evolve 100. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Um, I don't know. You, you, look at, you, you look at Gabe and you just assume this is a guy who understands SEO. Like, this is a guy with plans for the future. He's got to understand something here. I'll tell you what. I just typed Evolve 1 into Google and it gave me a bunch of YouTube videos of the um, free-to-play Evolve game. The What, what was it? Like, four-on-one yeah, yeah, from from Epic or whatever. Yeah. Um. So that's not helpful. No. Is Ibushi in that game? Ah, who that'd be? He, I think he should be. Like he could be a playable character. Yeah. He feels yeah. like he'd take out those uh giant uh, beasts. Right. Um, the genius of Puro Resu. That's how you say that, right? Puro Resu. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ibushi that's Koda, it. Who R- is uh? Roaring elbow. Let's go. Yeah. The, the the star of Evolve 1. Now, would you say the start of Evolve is it sets the scene well for who the who the top players are? I think it perfectly sets the stage, show one specifically, for the entire future of Evolve. Um, and it really sets up show two tremendously well. Um, there's a lot of direct... A to B action going on here. Um, which is to say the entire faction the first show is built around aren't there um, after this. So I think Evolve 1 was a, a roaring success. So when you say faction... I'm calling we... the, the <laughs> DR squad, the firing squad, as it were, the original firing squad, um, firing squad. Uh, of of David Richards, Kyle Riley, and Tony Cozina, the shooter is known as Tony Cozina. Um, yeah, there's not there. Oh man. Yeah. Well, that's spoiler, a bit of sorry, a spoiler. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry guys. I'll Everyone, tell you what. <laughs> spoiler warning. Um, flash that one. Yikes! That was wow. I really got ahead of myself there. I'm just gonna assume that no one has ever seen the show except for you and I. Do you think that's fair? Um. I don't – based on what people were tweeting me when I said got good content here with my picture of the Evolve 1 DVD and a lot of them responding positively, you know, I don't think anyone at least remembers it well. Mm. 
So. Well, you said it was difficult for background. I can tell you this much. Evolve 1 took place on January 1st, 2010. Good, because I was just about to look that up. Okay. Um, have you seen the uh, the Kayfabe Commentaries year in review shoot interviews? No. I feel okay. like that's really – that was what I was missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the host of that says – Here's the price of gas in 1984. Ronald Reagan was president. Top movie at the box office. I don't know, Red Dawn or whatever. Like, so let's let's go ahead and take a look. January 1st, 2010. I like how you're doing. We're doing bits in the fly here. Hey man, we talked. I thought we were gonna go over some stuff before, and then you revealed that we were recording. Oh no no, I'm always recording. All right, good good. Always online, never offline. If you want. Um, dig up dirt on tanner let me know i've got hours of stuff it'd be weird if he was on the line this entire time i wouldn't be surprised ah he's he's i'm always recording tanner's always here those are the two truths of my life shout out to tanner one beer tanner okay give me more sorry i interrupted no 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 i i'm Awful at um, speaking in an actual dialogue with anyone without being super fucking overbearing. I so. think you're I'm crushing it right now, if I'm being I, honest with you. I, pre- I appreciate it. I really. Number one at the box office, 2010, January 1st, Avatar. Weird how that was still. And that's still number one today. If you look at the box office right now, Avatar's still leading the, the proverbial chart. So what you're saying um, is. Every episode from here on out that we do this segment, mm-hmm. that's the answer. You know, um, so the segment carries on, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say no, but who knows where it's going to go. Um, I'm just going to look up to see who the president was in 2010. I don't know. Oh, wow. I, I definitely didn't refer to it as 2010 at the time. I missed mm. opportunity. Mm. Hmm. You're never going to believe this. I'm I'm waiting. It was yeah, it was Barack Obama. He was still president. Um he won it in two thousand eight apparently. Which uh Huh. Yeah. So there you go, Barack Obama, uh star of Avatar. Way to go. Um and uh price of gasoline in twenty ten. Price of gas I should I'm sorry, I should have made notes on this. Two dollars and sixty nine cents a gallon. Um so there you go. That's I was expecting I Hmm, I don't know. I I paid two eighty four today. Yeah, I mean we we were in the thick of it then, we're in the thick of it now. It's feels like not a lot's changed. Yeah. Uh, literally nothing. Yeah, Obama's still president. President's the same. <laughs> nice. The movie's the same. Um I never left that theater. I never took my three D goggles off. And um I haven't bought gas since uh, 2010, so there you go. Like, Obama did some shitty things, but, like, he he filled out his NCAA bracket every damn year, and that's... What <laughs> you ever look at the list of movies he watched while in the White House? No. It's really good. It's really good. You should check that out. Um, also, I think he had, like, Nas in, which is pretty dope. Oh, you know what? Obama was a... It was a kind of a cool... Ah, he's... You know... All right, so let me just say, I did. Um, I typed Obama Nas into Google, and it autocorrected to NSA Obama. So maybe, <laughs> maybe uh. we had a we had a good run here, um, for political jargon. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Evolve one. Is there more bit to this? Is there more layers that I'm not? There could be. We um, could add. It, listen, episode two. Yeah, There's I'm a self-destructive person, and I need you to save me from myself. So I, evolve one. Whenever. Um, <laughs> let's set the stage here. So I plop this DVD into my portable DVD um, USB thing in Majig, and we're greeted uh, with a video. Of Kyle O'Reilly prepping um, for his match this evening. And uh, the camera crew is, is back there. Um, and good old good old DR is telling folks, whoa, 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 you got to get out of here. This is, uh, this is a professional environment. Gabe hired these folks apparently to just uh, watch over everyone and kind of get the real. Because that involves a real professional wrestling promotion where, you know, you're going to get the behind the scenes action um but not in dr's locker room not today um so he's being a real asshole um and kicking these folks out just trying to do their damn job just trying to do their damn job um good uncle tony good uncle tony casino smooths the whole situation (laughs) over um though and good uncle tony and uh uh, tony soprano um i have a, a local bar called uncle tony's and that's my is it run by tony soprano did he not die at the end and of the sopranos spoilers um when it cuts to black he I've just never buys seen the bar sopranos. is is there a tony in that show yeah 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 he buys a bar oh shit yeah in boston boston then he becomes Yikes. a psychiatrist in seattle oh that's that's i i honestly this sounds like a good show i'm gonna okay like that. And he's telling show. a lecture on a stage, and he falls off the stage. Is this the newsroom? I thought yeah. that's America's not the greatest. Country. I, okay, okay. <laughs> I heard I heard the governor of New York State today actually gave that speech. Um, or at least it's what I read in a Donald Trump tweet. Um, uh, yeah, you never know. So, okay. So, how did you feel about like? Davey Richards being a giant asshole. Um, <laughs> we also have not set up that there are camera crews everywhere uh, at all. So really, the whole foundation of this segment, I'm not sure is particularly well developed too. But um, they let you know that Davey Richards here is, means business. Um, <laughs> and that means stopping other people from doing their goddamn job. All right, so... I have here that Davey threatens to beat up a woman. That's all I have yes. written down. Okay, that's also – I – yes. There, um, there's subtext there for sure. The first scene of the first Evolve, yes, without giving any sort of like idea of the structure of these shows, if we're going to be seeing like backstage segments like filtered in or if this is just the beginning of the show or like at the end if they front load promos like a lot of indie promotions do – um, it doesn't like give you any sense that what you're watching will be the thing going forward. What it does do is it shows you Davy Richards threatening to beat up a woman. So right off the bat, great start, great, fantastic start. Um, uh, Gabe, he is very good at doing unproblematic things when he's beginning to book a professional wrestling company. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know if. 
he gave them any sort of script for this, but it does feel like Davies like reading lines, but he's just such a bad actor bad promo in general. And he, he's like, you can do the tough guy act all day. And I don't doubt that Davy like Davy Richards is true Bushido. Like there's no doubt, you know? Um, but he's here getting in the face of a woman and like telling her to get the fuck out and it's it like made me immediately uncomfortable. Also, like I'm ninety percent sure David Richards is supposed to be a face. Um, like this is supposed to give him respect of the fans because um, he loves this sport so much. He'll beat a woman up. You know, face and heel are like the two extremes. But there is a there's a third. I don't know if you know about this third um, alignment. I don't know if you ever played Total Extreme. Warfare, I think, is the name of the game. Yeah, I actually opened it up when I opened up Skype. Yeah, there you go. The the uh, logos are similar. Um, there's a third alignment. It goes face, heel, bushido. Ooh. And I think that Davy Richards fits all three, to be honest. But oh, wow, he's a he's a real uh, chameleon. And um, I don't know. That's all I got on on this. It's a short segment. We talked about it for quite a while. But yeah, but it's like important. <clears throat> like this is how. Gabe has decided to start this show off. Uh, and what the follow-up to it is <laughs> is really the the highlight of the show. Um, there's an interview um, with Kota Ibushi, Dave Richards' opponent, in the main event. This is, oh, okay, the, the show is, I think, called Evolve 1, colon, Ibushi versus Richards. Just so we're all on the same page. Um, so they do an interview. I don't know who the interviewer is. But this entire interview is in Japanese, and there are no subtitles, to my understanding. Um, but it lasts, yeah. like, a good chunk. Like, it's not, like, incredibly short. Yeah, I'm opening it now. Um, so I feel like the the guy who is there with him, talking to him... Um, oh, I just watched... Uh... Okay, so I think that's Michael... Oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> come on I know this guy's name um, it's another DDT wrestler who is not on the show um, this is, is this the guy that was on the um, Kenny Omega Produce show uh, uh, is this Chase and Rance no that's a no, Chase and Rance is a white man okay that we had two different descriptions uh, <laughs> no we had the same description <laughs> okay <laughs> Here we go. Um, I believe his name is Michael like Nakazaki or something. Yeah, I, I apologize. He's good. Um, he he wears a very skimpy outfit. He's not on the show except for to interview Ibushi. Um, now there there are no subtitles for this that I could find either. Um, but I do think that the promo probably went something like Ibushi Koda, genius of wrestling, moonsault master, Phoenix King go off on your Bushido opponent, Davey Richards, and then Kota Ibushi, the genius, the 450 god, said something incredibly intelligent that I I can't even begin to like fathom or describe. Some real galaxy brain shit right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then the interviewer uh, then said, but do you feel like the um, master trainer, Uncle Tony Cozina, 
um, being in the corner of Davy Richards will help him. Um, to which Kota Ibushi replied with something else that is complete, completely incomprehensible. Um, and then the interviewer likely said, what do you think about Davy Richards as, um, you know, a problematic, emotionally abusive uh, Bushido warrior, uh, a doctor who can write his own prescriptions uh, and for his friends, to which Kota Ibushi probably replies something like, I would like to get some of those prescription drugs. And I think that's probably the end of the segment. Yeah, I think that's about as good as you could hope for. Um, yeah. Gabe setting the stage. It's ECW all over again. Fuck. Um, he, he, you know, yeah, now what? We'll get there. We'll get there. ECW never dies. <clears throat> um, but all right. Then the uh, the last of the kind of video segments here, um, the whole bunch of wrestlers telling them, telling the camera. <laughs> why they love wrestling, um, <laughs> which is tremendously bad. Um, the biggest thing you'll get here is Brad Allen loves his mother, his yeah. dead mother. Um, is she dead? Oh, yes. Let's, we'll talk about it more later. Like, is there, it's so confusing. Is the there time room line. for... I'm pretty positive she has to be dead. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's been eight years, so... She was, like, she was, <laughs> she was, uh, yeah. At yeah, the she, very least, she was in a bad way, and now she is bare minimum, definitely passed. Yes, um, yeah. pretty sure. Did he write "Mama" um on his wristband? <laughs> so, oh, also Sawa has a has a segment again. Yeah, no subtitles. Yeah, he says bocce bocce at one point and then yells uh, each Nissan, so I'm like, I'm down for that. <laughs> You're in. You're sold. Yeah. He's over. Okay, and that's that's all I got from that. If you gather any more pieces to this puzzle, <laughs> um, let me know. Um, otherwise, we'll get uh, to our first match. Yeah, I, um, I think that opening package is really good, where they all talk about how much they love wrestling, and I think you should put it at the beginning of the episode. That's all I've got for that. Michael Nakazawa is the guy's name, who interviewed... I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Everyone else will get it, too, I think. They've got this. They've picked up yeah. on where, what you're putting down. So, first match... It's it's gonna be Kyle O'Reilly versus Bobby Fish. <clears throat> Not a bad opener in my mind. Kind of mm. lots of kicks. Mm. Hmm. You're not feeling it. You're there's a strong vibe on the other side of this this call right now. I like Kyle O'Reilly. All right. Um, I think he's gotten good recently. Um, I've never been a fan of Bobby Fish, and he doesn't have. <laughs> he doesn't have his mustache even here. Like, what? Like, yeah, but what he's you... a beefy boy. You know, I guess, he's, but he's like, short and beefy. If anything, yeah. he looks better than now. So these two going out there and doing like exactly the type of match you expect them to do, and I think it's like seven minutes or something. I should bring up the results actually with the the timestamps and everything. Um. 
Yeah, uh, cage match. Uh, DE. I always do the German version because shout out to Strigo and his fucking wrestler ratings. Does he um, not have anything to do with the the English version? Oh, I'm sure is he that, does. I just, what I if just, it doesn't like just, work like that? They had about a whole separate thing. Yeah, to do yeah. It in English. I shout out to Striga. Um, Your boy. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna do my Striga impersonation. I told you I wouldn't before the show. <laughs> but um, like, if you did, like, you'd have to cut it. Okay, fair. Fair, 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 fair. I have fair, to. Fair. I have to be able to go to bed at night and sleep, and knowing that that's out there would not allow me to do such a thing. Um, <clears throat> I think this match is a perfect indication of like, I mean, if you're going to throw two guys out there, this is the first evolved match. And I imagine Gabe telling these two guys and Gabe, you know, Gabe like had a, like a fucking massive heart on every time Paulie did one of his like, you know, pep talk speeches at the beginning of an ECW show. Um, so Gabe, like I'm just, hundred percent sure he did his own version of that before this match before this you know to, to these two guys directly but to the entire locker room and he told them i you two you got to go out there and you got to be hard and you got to be you know you got to be bushido i don't want to overuse this but like these th- these two guys are all about that lifestyle and they went out there and they put on what i picture to be the exact match that he wanted from them um, which is to say it fucking sucked and they kicked each other a bunch. Yes. Eh, you know, I mean, look, it was okay. It was okay. Um, right before I watched this, I was in a, like a sink tube with, uh, like with, uh, Kevin with Daruki Noi and like bad max. And, um, we watched the Z one, the first ever Z one show, which had, um, Yoshiaki Yatsu versus Gary Steele. Um, and I can tell you for sure, Gary Steele is 50 times the Bushido warrior that Kyle O'Reilly or Bobby Fish could ever dream of being. That's wow. That's a that's a heavy heavy shot. And their whole lifestyle Ogawa. is meant to live up to the Bushido way. Gary Steele fought Ogawa for the NWA title, so yeah, they can't <laughs> compete. I guess. I, I do. Also... This was fine. Okay. I oh, I think I. I'm not as negative as I once was. I have some. I went through some recent reviews I wrote from 2014. I was very mean to um, one Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, I neither one of these wrestlers are Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, you might have known because they're both Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Um, Much paler. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah. Less hair. Bl- less hair. I mean, yeah. That's also fair. Um, Another one won the G1. Never had the chance. <laughs> That's really what the travesty here is. Um, Bobby Fischer won the G1. Not this year, but a year. Okay. Um, if the math says that he deserves to win, then that's up to Gato to decide. I can't. <laughs> uh, he didn't need to give him that comeback story. Yeah. And that's what they wanted. That's what should have happened. Yeah. Um. But even though I'm sorry, this whole show is going to be full of spoilers, everyone, just in case you're um, not aware. Um, it's okay. Nobody's going to watch Evolve 1. No one's going to listen to the show. So it really. Oh, oh. no one's going to watch the G1 either. <laughs> Everything. All, all, all around here, we're doing great. Um, Kyle Riley wins, 
but really definitely feels like a showcase for Bobby, and he does... He just does a lot of his... the, the tools in his toolbox. Um, or that it does involves counter-wrestling, whether it involves flipping over the ropes for no goddamn reason, whether it involves kicking a whole bunch. Um, he got to show a lot of things. I'm not sure those things made sense. I'm not sure any of these things connected in any meaningful way. But he showed a lot of things. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm not no. okay with that. Oh, I mean, look, I thought he was the better of the two in this, and I and I prefer Kyle O'Reilly quite a bit to Bobby Fish. Um, <clears throat> I don't know this whole thing. Um, Lenny Leonard, excuse the me, voice I of evolve. myself to um, to have a big cough um, because when I say Lenny Leonard, I get a thing in my throat. Um, Lenny Leonard who I thought was not a real person and was actually just another of Gabe Sapolsky's commentary pseudonyms for like a decade. I thought that, um, but his, like his like sort of pretentious, like self-important, um, framing of this match where like I believe there's probably three different occasions where he mentions this is the first match in Evolve history. Like he's trying to like write the history books, like not only as they happen but before the stuff happens. And it like took me out constantly. Um, it made me think about Gabe, you know, telling these guys, "Here's what I want you to do, and I want you to remember because people are going to remember this. I want you to go out there and do this because." When when they look back on the endeavor that was Evolve Wrestling, um, when I'm dead and gone, and Bobby Fish, when you've been wad yourself, that this was special. This was this was the beginning of a special thing, and I don't I don't know. It didn't feel very special to me. Uh, is Bobby Fish is he married? I don't know. He just seems. Okay, well, was, I, that's... If I was going to make the joke, it was going to be either him or Kyle O'Reilly, so I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like that's, like, a very key aspect of the Benoit story. Sure, um, sure. Is that he kills his wife and son and then commits suicide. There's um, time. There's time. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a single day. Guy's 38. Really needs to get on that shit if he wants to... Get a committed relationship, healthy relationship. Well, actually, I guess you don't need to be healthy given mm, the circumstances. No, no. I, and I don't um, know if you know this, Sam, but the 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 male human body can produce um, powerful sperm well into uh, old age. So, then he, who knows? Then he needs to have a child. And Is then, this the first time someone said sperm on your show? Probably not. Okay, good, good. And then Kev- Kevin Sullivan's got to kill them all. Um, yeah, yeah. Vince was the father. <laughs> oh God. Um, That's this, all I got. This, on this is one. six minutes and thirty-three seconds. Okay, okay. I I brought up cage match, but I started. I didn't go to the page. I started looking at uh, what they rated Dick Murdoch compared to Edge. Guess who has a higher rating? I'm gonna guess Edge. I don't know. I didn't actually do that, but you're probably right. Huh. So. I'm still. I'm not sure what you were doing if you weren't doing that. I was um, playing with a chip clip and drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> now you're being honest. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, um, yeah, this match is. Um, 
short and uh, doesn't really do a whole lot other than <clears throat> give Kyle a win and uh, show off Bobby Fish. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I do want to take this opportunity to give out the first of the few awards that I I know we didn't talk about this before, but it's, I've got there's some a lot of things we didn't talk about. Um, and I feel like you're, you... no, I'm good with it. I like that okay. you've, you've made your own bits. It's just I this isn't <laughs> it's a surprise to me. This isn't a bit. This Almost is segments. real. Um, I'd like to just go ahead. Um, this is an award specifically for the um, <clears throat> the performer who uh, exudes the uh, charisma and uh, spirit and uh, sports entertainment value, uh, most befitting a future WWE or NXT superstar. Um, it's an award I, I like to call the the the. Uh, the New York 50 uh, Achievement of Excellence Award. Um, and it goes to Bobby Fish for, um, you know, for looking good even in defeat. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving along here. We're, we're, I think we've got a steady clip here. Um, yeah. Chuck Taylor versus Cheech. It's a qualifying match. Doesn't doesn't count for wins and losses. <laughs> um, so, this is the most insane thing on this show to me. Um, first of all, both guys come out to the same song, which I wrote down. Then I realized that they do that for the rest of the entire show. I guess that was Gabe trying to avoid like copyright stuff. I don't know. Um. So Lenny mentions that neither of these two have received invites into the singles division of Evolve, which, by the way, there's only been one match in the singles division, this prestigious thing that neither man has received. They still can't invite. fucking cut it. Oh, man. <clears throat> Does not count towards their win-loss record. And then he mentions that there is a poll on the website asking if Chuck Taylor deserves to be in Evolve. And then he says 60% of the fans say he deserves to be an Evolve, to which I'm thinking, okay, so three out of five people who voted in that, literally the three, three out of the five who voted in such a poll, if it even exists, said Chuck Taylor deserves to be in Evolve's prestigious singles division. What the fuck is this? There's a lot to unpack here. Um... Like, the whole thing that it exists at all, the whole concept of a qualifying match, um, given the circumstances we're in here, um, one, it's just a singles match. Like, there's not there's nothing fancy about this. It's not even like a multi-man scramble where someone's trying to fight their way into the, the division. It's just two dudes squaring up for a undercard car B show match. Um... <laughs> It's not very good. It's not. Um, no. It's really not. <laughs> it's really I, not. Wait, I don't... There's not a whole lot to get into. It's slow. Chuck mm. is not a good professional wrestler. Um, I mean, neither is, neither is Cheech, really. Um, I don't think Cheech is up in smoke, but... There's a whole different ball game when you're wrestling these long six-minute matches. Um... <laughs> Yeah, they cut they cut quite a pace. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Joe Sposto, uh, Leonard F. Chikarasan is on uh, on on commentary with 
the illustrious Lenny Leonard, of course. Um, and he mentions at some point in this that they're in Rahway. And I realized that they're in that classic Jersey All-Pro venue. The one where, like, you know, Teddy Hart did moonsaults off of things, which is, to be fair, pretty much any venue in America. But he did a lot of them in this specific building. <clears throat> and, like, you know, Homicide and Eddie Kingston and Loki beat the shit out of him. And great venue. Like, fantastic. So much history of, like, just classic shit. And I just really got nostalgic about Jersey All Pro while watching this match. That's that's just an aside. I don't. Okay. Okay. I was a little. I don't. Look, I don't. I don't want to be too negative. Like I'm, I, uh, I did. Like you know, there are. There has to be like. This guy likes the thing, and this guy doesn't like the thing. You know, if there's there's no, two there dynamics on a show, it can be just strong. All the way negative. Okay. Negative, okay. negative well, makes a positive. Okay. Um, so, so. Not for this I, match, though. This is still a bad match. Um, you can be the um, the rich to my Joe Lanza. Except for the racist. That's a bold move to take the Joe Lanza role. Except for the, except for the racist post that no one is willing to address. Not enough retweets. Yeah. Gotta get some yeah. true influencers on board. Yeah, I'm not going to private my account to stay hidden, uh, but I'm also let's not going to say those Con- words. Let's get the Conrad up in the up in the, the horn. Yeah, by a retweet. I um I think that Cheech is cool. Like AIW represent Cheech is cool. Two C Dub. Yeah, live right. <laughs> uh, Cheech is like one of my favorite backyarders of that era. Uh, still is. Um, all I got on here is that it's weird that Chuck Taylor got a tour in New Japan this year and like people just allowed that to happen. Um, and that the awful waffle is a really fucked up move and two guys gave it a standing ovation and I'm those two guys. No, that's, it was, I, for some reason I thought the awful waffle was a protected move of some sort. Um, and then... <laughs> Then Chuck just throws it out there and just does the damn thing. I'm like, oh, okay, uh, two stars. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm on board. I don't know. It's a, it's a cool move. It's it's like just a, it's a variation of one of the Super Dragon Psycho drivers, right? Except it's somehow more dangerous than exactly. a move that Super Dragon did. So good on you for that, Chuck. I mean, shoot your shot. Then we get a, a post-match interview, which in theory, every match is supposed to have a post-show, post-match interview. Because this is like a sport. This is like the UFC, you know? Right. Rogan. Joe Rogan. You get get him in there. Um, you want to hear my Joe Rogan impersonation? All right. You tell me. Do I? Come on, dude! That's all I got. Okay, dope. That was good. No, I liked it. I liked it, actually. I liked it. Eat the bug! Oh. $10,000, eat the bug. Come on my podcast. It's like... Yeah. No, and you have like, no, yeah. like Cernovich on recently or somebody. Like, I love Joe Rogan, man. That guy's terrible. Um, And then Chuck uh, tells you he's going to make uh, everyone's life miserable that he's in the ring with. Mm. Mm. Which is... Wow. You were able to tell what he was saying because the microphone was so bad. Oh, yeah. It was not good. But, like, it's a, it's a WWE show. I'm not... I'm not, yeah. It hasn't changed much. 
I'm glad to see that that's progressed not at all. Um, which just seems like a stance to have here. You get this whole, you win your match. You're now in the prestigious singles division of Evolve. Mm-hmm. And all you got to say is you're going to make folks' life, life miserable. Mm. Not going to win. You have a current record of 0-0 zero and zero according to Evolve. <laughs> and you don't care about I it. I can't believe. I cannot believe that that is the deal here. That this is a match that that doesn't count but only counts so that you can count maybe in the future. What the fuck, man? I don't know if there's another qualifying match in Evolve. I'm assuming there has to be. There should be one every show, just to keep them you, humble, you know? Exactly. Really <laughs> earn your way onto the show, despite you clearly becoming a fixture of the promotion. Oh, Christ. Okay. Clock's in at a um, bolsterous 6 minutes and 28 seconds. Nice. Okay. So we're moving on um, to Eric Cannon versus Ricochet. Up to this point, best match in all history. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> you feeling good about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Here's the thing. The last match didn't okay, count, so me, of the two. Give me one. You keep, You go. I'm not going to pay attention because I need to make sure my dog's still breathing. All right. Um, I Shouts out to Sam's dog. It's a good dog. Um, first of all, I just think it's really interesting to think about right now ricochet being uh you know an emerging star on the nxt brand um if vince has ever seen him first of all what vince thinks of him and then contrast that with what vince would think if he saw ricochet with that hair fire him yeah or i don't know (laughs) i don't know make him a valet you know, he would like, he would put him with the new day. Let's be honest. Given current circumstances, I, I think Vince would buy an offshoot promotion that had under a different name mm. to be associated um, with the official wrestler of PBR. Mm. You know that brother Vince wants that beer money, <laughs> not James Storm Bad Group. Oh man. Apparently, Eric Cannon, uh, Danny Daniels won't book him for AAW anymore. Um, somebody asked him, hey, Eric, like at the, the last show I saw him at, somebody asked him outside, hey, Eric, like, why, why don't you ever show up in, in AAW anymore? And he's like, it just doesn't book me anymore. I don't know. It's the first time my phone's rang in a year. And I was just like, this guy's telling me the story. I'm like, man, that's why you shouldn't like ever ask any wrestler anything except for do you want to take a picture and smoke this weed with me? Did he want to smoke the weed with you? I don't know. Didn't, you didn't I, ask him that. I, okay. I, have, I, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Right, cool, 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 cool. Um, would you like to hear about the people that I've watched smoke weed outside of an AAW show? <laughs> I, you know what, given the AAW roster, probably not that interesting. Um, yeah. Unless you tell me Bob Holly and wink, no. wink if it was Bob Holly. Um, it was AR Fox, so there you go. <laughs> wow, what a shocking development. You heard I know, it here right? first. Uh, we I don't know. know wrestling. I know. 
Um, I don't know. I saw Sabu smoke pot outside of the Binghamton venue for for two CW. That's great. That's but great. Like, Sab- also, again, another shocking revelation: <laughs> Sabu and Air Fox both smoke <laughs> marijuana. I wow. think they wrestled each other on uh, a gay book show. Did they not? Oh, I, I believe so. I, I th- feel like it I know been. Sabu wrestled Pinky Sanchez or something on a DG USA show. Did that happen? I want to say yes. They were at least in the same match at some point. Yeah, yeah. Where's Pinky Sanchez? Is he in this match? No, no. This would be Eric Cannon and Ricochet. Right. How do you spell Eric? A R. Oh, wrong, wrong. Try again. (laughs) Why does he spell it like that? I don't know. Someone, let's Google Eric. Like, what's the first thing that comes up when you type in Eric? Oh, Eric Air. Flights to and from Nigeria and West Africa. Okay, okay. Um. Actresses, Eric Airline Services are weak. And horrible. Okay. So. Okay. Again, SEL guys, let's. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> Eric Cannon was so cool to me. Like, like, all right, I'm gonna like date myself a little bit here. Like 15 years ago, when I would buy IWA Mid South tapes, and he was like in a. I think he had like a long running feud with Delirious. Um, so like, we're talking like 2003, maybe 2004 at the latest. And he was like, so I loved him. I loved him. And I thought as a fat backyarder myself, watching this fat backyarder hit creative offense, it was so inspirational to me. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And I still think he's good. Um, He's, he has not progressed at all. I like watching him when he occasionally appears on, you know, these Chicago indies. But I don't know. I like this match. Yeah. Um, excuse me. My goodness. Um, this whole match is clearly just an excuse to put Ricochet on the show so he can do a 630. For sure. For sure. I mean, it's the first um, match here that, despite all these matches going short, first match that feels like a sprint. Yeah. Yeah. What's the length on this one? Four minutes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that shows. Um, I don't know. Ricochet is kind of sketchy here and there. Um, he does he does the thing where he, like, steps through the ropes and, like, bounces, like, leaps off the bottom rope, you know, that bit. Yeah. Um, usually people do it to set up, like, a spinning DDT or something fancy. But he just does it into the ring and starts running the ropes. <laughs> so, like, stuff like that happens Innovator. in this match. Yeah, really uh, a trailblazer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. These two guys are both good. I like both of these guys even to this day. So I'm, I was here for this. I, one of my notes is Eric is a good hand. Um, I think that holds true here. I think that holds true. Um, yeah. He throws, some, you can... he throws a mean brand buster. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, he does a lot of like dumb shit, like a lot of like... Um, if I drape this guy over the ropes and do this, it'll be like twice as cool as if I didn't drape him over the ropes, like that kind of shit, like that, like that insane mindset of if I spin with this, 
and instead of falling on my back, I fall on my side and cradle his leg instead of letting it fall free. That's a five star. Like that's how, this is how Meltzer notices me, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of that stuff going on in his brain, but yes, I agree. He's a, he's a good hand. He's a good mid card dude. Um, and I think we're so far three for three on super pasty white dudes in this show. So absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Lots of paste. Um, okay. Post match here. Oh, Mwah. it's a chef kissing the fingers. Do you want to break it down for us? I don't, I don't remember necessarily many of the details. Okay. So part <laughs> of it is Chuck Taylor does not believe in evolution. Right. He was not That's taught, what I have. taught this. <laughs> Creationism. Um, which I, you know what? I could believe. I get it. I, uh, if, if there, if evolution is real, then why are there still apes? That's, you know? Wow. Uh, Mind boggling. <laughs> um. Uh? <sighs> Okay. Watch it, that show. It, no. <laughs> and a more or less sets up um, Chuck Taylor versus Ricochet. Uh, next month. Next month. But actually, actually no, not next month. March. Um, <laughs> which is part of this this segment. Um, just to confirm that that was not just us not remembering. Um, that's good old. Good old Trevor. Mm. Um, shoot name Trevor. Um, bring it to you hot. Here's the thing, though. I think Chuck Taylor said it first. I think Chuck Taylor, in his promo, he says next month, like yeah. most times. And then it's it's uh, Ricochet. Oh, so Ricochet gets back on track. You're saying, you're telling me, shoot name Trevor gets this one corrected for the promo material. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Every time you say Trevor, I think of Rover. Yeah, so. yeah, too. I get it. I get it. Rover's yeah. a hot topic these days. I'll tell um, you what, Rovert cannot do a six thirty. I was There's... gonna say something, but I'm not gonna. So uh, <laughs> I only found out only found out about that like the other day, so <laughs> moving along. Dark City Fight Club versus Aeroform. Ah, uh, yeah. So Hell yeah. What do you mean, hell yeah? Is this Aeroform, dude? Kendrick and uh, is this and, the uh, best match in Evolve history up to this point in your eyes? Yes. Okay. Yes. Fucking Lewis Linden and Flip Kendrick are. I love Lewis I, Linden. I think they're are they are they shoot brothers? They're shoot I'm, brothers. I've been yeah. informed this based on the, the back backyard wrestling podcast I did about okay. a year ago. Um, you know how I found out was a podcast where people were shitting on Ian Rotten and interviewed him during the interview did they shit on him oh yeah it was like a whole crazy thing and they were like grilling him about how he ripped somebody off and they were saying uh, it turns out that you're booking backyarders on your show who is who is Lewis Linden I've never heard of him he must be a backyarder and and Ian Rotten who is the fucking man I don't care about his I don't. Hmm. Last time I was on, I said that Michael Elgin was good. So we're gonna, just, <laughs> we're gonna do this. I don't actually believe. It. First of all, I don't actually believe that. But Ian Rotten, 
the man said, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you not know Lewis Linden? He's Flip Kendrick's brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's going to clarify. That, ah, that, that clears this whole messy situation up. Um, this wrestler oh, that you don't know is the brother of a wrestler you don't know. Um, you <laughs> dumb son of a bitch. I'm wow. sure uh, Nick Maniwa could get us that that clip. I have no idea. That was like seven years ago. But yeah, I'll edit it in. Yeah, Aeroform rules. Man, they're like one of the most, like the great unheralded uh, indie tags of like the last decade. They're so good. Bold. I, I think Lewis. I think Flip is. Pardon me here, spotty. Um, as in his performances are really hit or miss here. Um, he was all on here. So that was a very pleasant thing to see. Um, this may be the crispest I've ever seen Aeroform. Like, as in everything they did just was on target and it wasn't flubbed at all. It felt good. Um, and Dark City Fight Club, some big boys to, to bounce off on. Yeah. Yeah, this is a cool match. I like I like uh, Davis and Chavis. I thought it was Chavis, but I guess they're supposed to rhyme. Um, I like them too. Um, so, qu- question for you though here: um, hmm. Have you ever heard of the um, someone say a classic boxer versus puncher match? <laughs> is that a thing that was said? <laughs> that was a thing that was said, and I'm like, I don't I know if you can call that, that classic because I've never heard of that ever uttered before boxer versus a puncher so maybe it means technique versus like no i know what it means but i've never heard a phrase that way yeah is that common so i don't know who the boxer is i sure as hell don't know who the puncher is well dark i you know okay dark safe fight club is gonna be your your puncher here okay unrefined brawler Okay. And the the boxer is more of the knows how to get in and out. You know? Now let me ask you something. If you're putting forward, or not you, I don't want to. I don't want to put this on you. <clears throat> Lenny Leonard put on. Lenny Leonard is yep. putting forward the Gabe concept Sapolsky. that yeah, <laughs> Gabe Sapolsky in a wig. <laughs> Excuse me. Had to had to mute. Um. Well, I laughed at my own joke. It was very funny. Um. If he's putting forward the idea that Flip Kendrick is a boxer, that is to say a traditional technique-driven superstar of the ring, is a spiral tap 540 a boxing technique? Or is it a punching technique? I'm going to say that's a boxing technique 99% of the time. Okay, because I thought it looked like the kind of shit you'd see in like one of those CZW aerial assault matches. It can be both. It's all yeah, good. I mean, it, it rules. It's whatever your heart desires. In the end, it was great. Like he didn't like. He did it better than. I can't even think of the name of a person who would be in a CZW aerial assault match. He probably would be. Flip Kendrick has almost definitely been in one of those matches. Absolutely. He nails it pretty clean. Um. Lewis Linden does like a, a like a wall run up uh, off of John Davis on the apron, does a backflip off of him 
like tiger mask style to the floor onto Corey Javis. And I just like lost my mind. Um, there's some good stuff in here. There's no tags. Yeah. That was my biggest <laughs> issue with the match. Structurally just a mess. It's not a tag match. If there are no tags, it's a two on two boxer versus puncher match is what this is. That's what it, they should just like embraced it. And done a whole bunch of names for every single match. You got your qualifying match, you got your boxer versus puncher match. Yeah. Um, Make it like a CZW tournament of death. Exactly. The tables, ladders, chairs, light tubes, and dildos match. Who can forget? I surely could not. <laughs> um, but yes, as long as, you have to, I, I was not as big a fan as you of this match. I thought it was not put together well but they did some cool stuff <laughs> if that's fair I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there you say not put together well well gabe put together the four blackest dudes on his card in a single match tell me that's not put together well <laughs> i don't think you could argue with gabe's logic there because this guy clearly knows exactly what he wants to do no no this is yeah, there's just some there's some intendedness um, yeah. in this matchup, <laughs> for sure. Gabe Sapolsky, man, for sure. Um, I think in yeah, definitely okay. Yeah, yep. I was gonna. I was. I had a faint train of thought going, but then I lost it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, no, you didn't do anything. It's just my brain. It moves too quick for the average eye. Um, <laughs> okay. I have nothing more to say. If you would like to say I, the finish is rad because the dark city fight <clears> clubs <throat> finish is rad. And the, yeah. the, you got some skinny boy, uh, just taking it. Skinny man, uh, just go, ha ha, boom, <laughs> drop him. Yeah. They, Kendrick and, and London, man, uh, London, London and Kendrick. Great. Um, great tag team. <laughs> um, I, um, I didn't mention this, but before this match, after the previous one, there was a backstage segment of Jimmy Jacobs and Silas Young, and they're talking about their friends, like, ODing. Huh. And then Adam Cole walks in, and Jimmy Jacobs is, like, smoking a cigarette, and he's like, listen here, young blood, you don't know shit about the industry. And he walks off. And then it cuts to Brad Attitude writing mom, or mama. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sure I saw an A. On his wrist tape. So that was in the middle. Um, so yeah, I just... So Jimmy I Jacobs and, messed up. Uh, it's not, I mean, I, maybe I do. Fuck, I don't know. Um, but that's where I have it in my notes. Um, there's also a really bad... After this match, there is a... There's like two dudes. I'm guessing the two... The same two guys who did a standing ovation um, after the awful waffle... Uh, finish to the Chuck Taylor and Cheech match. Uh, I think those two same guys who are just so hyped and they've just smoked the fucking loudest blunt of all time before the show, they stand up and they start chanting DCFC, which is not a chant that sounds good coming out of anyone's mouth. DCFC. Like it just doesn't roll. Not a good mouthfeel. It's not good. No, definitely not. So yeah, that's, that's all I have. DCFC. It sounds like a like a government office that is going to deny you benefits for uh, like you know unemployment or you know 
child care assistance. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, none of those apply to me. Hey, man, if you if you saw my meltdown uh, five days ago in the group DM about my uh, my <laughs> about my government assistance uh, phone call, DM is a hell of a place. Yeah, they were all really nice to me. Shouts yeah, out to Tanner and, and Bad Max <laughs> for helping me through my anxiety. Um, yeah, uh, DCFC does not roll off the tongue. No, uh, but they're yeah, everyone just stop it. They're great. They're great. Yeah, absolutely. Not not a great match. Like the John Davis. Time. Glad he's back in in from the court. in the mix. John yeah. Davis from Corn. I don't know how why it took him so long. John Davis from. I'm not gonna do the corn, the Jonathan Davis uh, uh, scatting. This you thought about jazz that. scatting, but I fucking came really close. Well, all right, all right, let's move along. Mercedes Martinez versus Nadia. Nadia, that's not what her name. Is. <laughs> I don't know. I pulled it off somewhere. Is it Nia? <laughs> yeah, I've got it spelled N I Y A, which was what it said in the graphic. Ah, uh, well. Where did I get naughty from? <laughs> so, uh, this is good. Mercedes Martinez versus Nidia. I s- I'm not going to go for it. I swore I said on the DVD case. Nah, well, never mind. Who cares? Um, it's the a squash match. Nia Jax. Yes, Nia Jax. Um, Mercedes Nia Jax. Is such a big belt. Did you see her belt? No, or at least I didn't perceive it as big. It was the Women's Superstars Uncensored belt, I believe, the WSU. Yes. Um, And it's far too large for her body. And and Mercedes is a big girl. She's like probably 5'10". And girl cannot wear this belt. Like, you could put this belt on Baron Corbin, and he would look like a little kid wearing his dad's, you know, suit jacket. I don't know. Somebody like resized that belt. The belt's not working for her. Um, but yeah, um, I do. You know, I don't want to. Again, I don't want to derail anything. But I do have another award to give out here. Okay, give it out. All right. This is the uh, Making Towns Charter Bus Award for uh, for for Spirit and Excellence, and it goes to I believe it's Nadia. Yep. Most uh, yep. so basically, this award is most likely to uh, sneak on to the Making Towns Classic Charter Bus, um, and uh, try to enter themselves into the tournament and be denied um, when Papa Hales decides that Naya is not one of his Grap's daughters. Wow! Wow! So there you go. Big ups to Naya for winning that. Um, not, it's not a real trophy, but if anybody has her contact info, can let her know that she's a big winner we here tonight. We can get some PDFs put put together for her. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll have to write down the whole thing, though, because I don't think it makes sense unless you have the whole context. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can definitely get that put together. I'll yeah. make sure of it. Good. And hey, look, this is fucking like a minute long, but let's be fair here. This is a thousand percent more time than women get on current Gabe Sapolsky shows. So this is good, and Infinitely. it also makes you think. It makes you think. It makes you think. I don't... Mercedes really puts puts a beating on 
Um, well, let's look it up here real quick. Um, <laughs> Nia. Is, yeah. Yes. She gets uh, kicked in the face a few times um, and just in general gets beat up. And it's good. Yeah. It's good. Mercedes rules. This is the best match in Evolve up to this point. Wow. Okay. You heard her first, folks. Yeah. Moving along. Does Mercedes get a post-match interview? I can't remember. I I didn't have anything written down, wow. so, so I don't not that important, everyone. Welcome to Evolve 1. Um, yeah. you're, we don't know Evolve. Um, your official uh, Evolve retrospective podcast, yep. um, where we don't remember if Mercedes Martinez got a post-match interview. I, <laughs> if she, even if she didn't, women are still more important in this Evolve than they are in the current Evolve. That's cor- that is correct. That is correct. Next match, Brad Allen versus Silas Young. Um, yeah. Siobhan dropping that Brad Allen is Brad Attitude in the DM, group DMs. Yeah. Like, it's apparently common knowledge. It should be common knowledge. Um, it's not like this guy wore a mask. Um, blew my mind. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know he was on these shows. I love, I fucking love Brad Attitude. Um, I don't know. It's weird to watch him in this role compared to, like, the CWF stuff that we've watched, like, recently. Um, where he's a mega heel, but yeah, fucking Brad Attitude is the best, man. Um, this is an okay match. I would say actually probably not. It's less than okay. I have this down as the best evolve wrestling match up to this point. Wow, we're really. Uh, it's like we're two two ships flowing by each other in the night. It's it's a lot going on here. <clears throat> um, I think. I think part of it is that I got drunker and drunker as I watched the show and started to enjoy it more and more. I I only had two and a half-ish beers while watching it, but I don't know. About halfway through that first beer, I was like, okay, Cheech is pretty cool. He landed on his head, that's good. And then halfway through the second beer, I was like, Spiral Tap 540, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then, Beer 3, I'm like, wow, the guy with mom written on his wrist tape is here. And then I realized it was Brad fucking Attitude, baby. A lot of emotions to go through there. A lot of emotions to unpack. His shirt says Brad Attitude on it. But I guess Gabe thought that name wasn't like pure sports enough for Evolve. <laughs> Uh, so Brad Allen, there you go, good yeah. name, top notch. Yeah. And like what if his name is actually Brad Allen, and we're just shit talking his name? His real name is Brad Attitude. Um, I like Silas too. Um, I've always been a big Silas guy. Um, he does like some. He does like Buddy Rose spots in this. He does like the hanging, teetering through the rope spot, and then he hits like the Billy Robinson, um, you know, backbreaker thing where it's like a back suplex and drops him over the knee. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Silas Young is cool. Um, and fucking Brad Attitude does all this crazy athletic stuff. Um, he does a massive Tope Con Hello. Um, and then like a twisting uh, Cabrata thing. Yep. Um, and then they do the. I don't know if you. I don't know how familiar you are with this spot, but they literally just copied the Paul London versus Jimmy Yang velocity spot. Um, where not familiar to clear. Okay, so out. Yang 
Yang catches Paul London's foot. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Yang in London. It's definitely London who takes the bump. He catches London's foot, and they're near the ropes, and he does the flip him over gimmick where he like is you know he flips backwards and lands on his feet, right? Except he hits the <laughs> ropes with his feet and lands on his head. Yep. So they did that spot, and that spot is especially notable for on velocity when it happened, because the commentary was Josh Matthews and I think Bill DeMott, and Josh Matthews yells "Holy shit!" and they bleeped <laughs> it on like Saturday at 10 p.m. or whatever time that came on, and I'll never forget that. So that's officially the Paul Lynn and Jimmy Yang spot, um, and then, and I've got another award to give out here, <laughs> wherein. Brad Attitude nearly dies on a moonsault, like, from the top to the floor, like, Masao Rihara style. Um, and just his face bounces off the floor so hard that they have to force, like, a 20-count a uh, near fall. And I just want to give this uh, the first ever um, Lane's Lunch Cummy Beans Sloppy Spot of the Night Jesus. Award. <laughs> um. The good, this, this... <laughs> like this, Go ahead. it was a planned spot in a way, yeah. um, and I loved it because how it just immediately follows up that sick bump that Sasha just takes on his goddamn noggin. Yeah. Um, and Brad's like, you know what? I'm just gonna do a moonsault from the top to the floor. Um, Silas leaves his feet to drop kick Brad mid moonsault. Is that what happened? I. They say it on commentary, and I'm like, oh, okay, man. they're just trying to cover the shit up. And then I go back and I watch it about five times. I'm like, oh, yeah, so it definitely leaves his feet before Brad gets there. That's the oh, dumbest God. shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Perfect. I'm rewatching that spot right now. Um, yeah, so it's two maniacs. <laughs> and I don't know. It's like Cyrus is like, you know what? That wasn't supposed to happen. You made me look like a dumb idiot <laughs> in front of Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> now who's looking dumb? Man. I, I've never seen Brad Attitude do a flip. He does That's not true. Because he does the thing where he like he does the like the Eddie, you know, uh slingshot over the ropes yeah. uh Centon, but he like does the knees thing. It's like a whole I can't even describe it, it's so stupid. Uh, I've seen him do that. All right, here we go. I'm going to watch this moonsault. He's climbing up. He looks confident. I don't know what happened there. Young with the dropkick. That's what Lenny Leonard says, and I believe Lenny Leonard, you know? so you got to. It's, Man. It's Gabe's mouth from his, from his gospel. They call that move the chow chow. Wow. Wow, that's a good move. Yeah. Um, All of these jokes are for five different people. Like the... <laughs> this is just a – people keep getting added to this, this group. Um, yeah. That's all right. The Bernie Mac right. Mackay Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the WAP Chat. <laughs> I 100% don't get the jokes when it no, gets I... changed because um, it feels like it's from a very specific instance at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, um, usually. People are just going off because I don't know who's working in this chat. It feels like no one. Um, yeah. I'm there, so like I have no room to speak. The uh, making lunches classic. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Um, 
So there you go. Do you have more to say about this match? Um, that's th those two spots in particular are the most important. Um, yeah. But also, again, quickly followed up this whole moonsault mess. Um, Boo's at eleven. Um, <laughs> Bryce is doing the count. Um, no one's getting antsy. Eleven hits, and the crowd starts booing. Oh man, I didn't notice that. So that's. I don't think people read their pamphlet, which I'm sure Dave <laughs> gave out before the show, telling everyone, hey, folks, count of 20 on the floor. Don't <laughs> – it's not 10 count. You're going to be fine. Um, I can totally see that, him giving like a, a Bill Watts, telling the guys not to jump off the top rope style. Like, all right, I want you to go out there. Lots of kicks, lots of elbows. And then he, like, gives a version of it to the crowd. Like, all right, I want you to pop for these spots. I want you to know that there's a 20 count. There will – this is not a drill. There will be a 19 count on this show. <laughs> I need you to pop for it. It's got to look good for the DVD. <laughs> um, and they were not They were not buying it. No, um, no. It may have tanked the whole match, to be frank, as far as the crowd can Yeah, Yeah, that 19 count kills the momentum for sure. That said – I, I do think this is the best, I, and this is sincere, I do think this is the best match in Evolve history up to this point. Um, 10 minutes, 22 seconds. Yeah, it's also the longest. Um, Brad fucking attitude. Um, and then he challenges Chris Hero for the second show, and I'm going to ask you for a spoiler. Does that match happen? No. No, ah, it does not. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew there was no way, but that... Has that match ever happened? Like, that's that matches. It sounds so good. Damn. No. So, it, spoiler for Evolve Two, the main event of Evolve Two. La 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 la. la, la I can't hear you. Um. Never. Mind, I'm not gonna even say it. I'm not gonna even say it. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Akuto Hadaka versus. Chris Hero. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that match. Okay, shit. Uh, All right. The show's name is Evolve 2, colon, Hero versus Sadaka. Yeah, sure. I've seen that match. That's a cool match. All right, let's do let's do another episode let's do of one this. Of the, uh, we'll yeah. do it again. All right, cool. Yeah. We'll talk about it later, but yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm happy how this is going. So, like, yeah, I'm feeling good about it. I'm yeah, feeling we take a long... Jimmy Jacobs versus Ken Doan is next. Now, how, <laughs> how are you feeling now? <laughs> um, I didn't hate this match. Um... Oh, yeah, because my first note is just kill me. Kill me now. Um, So, as usual, Kenny Doan, head of the curve. Doing a what curve? Doing the headlock gimmick. <laughs> Motherfucker, I was doing the headlock gimmick as a backyarder in 03. Again, head of the curve. Popping four dudes <laughs> who were all high, to be fair, and so was I. But that's some old shit. Like, that is not... <laughs> Uh, once again, head of the curve, uh, Kenny Doan, um, sorry, I have it as Ken Doan, not Kenny, two N's still. Um, I have Ken, yeah, I have Ken with two N's, because that's what it said on the graphic, and I follow Gabe's graphics. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't do that, I've seen Gabe's graphics, they're not, not good. Um, Gabe's graphics. So, yeah, I guess if you like headlocks and whatnot, Ken's, Ken's your man. I think Ken's got some some tools here to work with after this match. He looks like Donovan Dijak. Sure, why not? Like Gabe's obsession with that specific 
like type of white dude with that specific face and body type is fascinating. I don't know. Um, he only does headlocks and sleepers. Yeah. The, the crowd chants, this is awesome. They get Not it. Not sure if that's irony or like if they're just like, yes, scientific wrestling. This is what we've been waiting for all night. I don't know. I don't um, know. I, I did take a note that um, Jimmy Jacobs doing a double stomp, a standing double stomp on Ken Doan is very funny to me. Um, yeah. Just because Ken's, he's a bigger dude and Jimmy's not. And I'm like, you know what, that that would be what, like if a fucking child um, were to jump on my stomach. Maybe it would irritate me. But like in the grand scheme, probably wouldn't hurt that bad. I'll tell you what. Double stomp is like one of the shittiest moves to take. Um, it's it's like legitimately like it, it's it's so gross like that feeling, um, especially if you do like the locked knees version, like the um, and again I I mean I I so I did train to do like pro stuff for I don't know six weeks or so humble brag humble brag. Yeah, you know, yeah, just, just, I, you know, uh, I trained, I trained with Tugboat Taylor, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, but seriously, the shittiest thing that ever happened to me in a ring was somebody doing, and this was, uh, this was not even in a ring. This was off of the side of a ring, um, was a double stomp to the floor while I was face down. Um, so no give. And also I couldn't like curl in and it was just the shittiest, like, I felt like I was going to throw up immediately feeling. I don't know. Jimmy Jacobs doing a double stomp. I'm okay with that. Well, to confirm, am... he's not, like, jumping off anything. He's just jumping right. from the ground onto sure. him. Like, it's not like no. there's an elevation, a level of elevation to it. It's not even... He's jumping a foot off in the air. He's a scary little dude. He did heroin a lot, like... <laughs> I don't know. Don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, yeah, it's not good. I wouldn't... You, it's ten, 10 minutes and six seconds. Oh, man. Yeah, this match is long. So, so far, the uh, second longest match on this entire card. Yeah. So, I would... I, you can probably skip that. Yeah, um, he... Um, Kenny Kindone does his, like... Um, reach back, touch the feet, uh, leg drop thing. Yep. I, that spot was always cool as like a spirit squad guy. Yep. Um, it's, it looked good here. I don't know. Like I was, I, I, I like that. I still think that's an okay spot. Um, but the highlight of this is definitely Tommy dreamer. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, so, so Ken wins the match initially. Ken went right. Ken double ends. Um, then uh, Tommy talks to the ref, just gives him gets in his ear, um, lets him know you you fucked up. Um, roll it back. So they roll it back. Two seconds later, Jimmy wins. No drama here. It's just Jimmy's guillotine done. Um, mm. a, little, a little disappointing. Um, and then we get some some time some chat time. <laughs> You know, Tommy Dreamer um, cutting the same promo for 20 years is, I, that's like, it's miraculous to me. The way that he 
has somehow convinced like those guys who just like Gabe is obviously number one, but even like, you know, Heyman and to an extent like Vince McMahon um, and obviously like Dixie Carter, like these like people, every oh, promoter in, in America, uh, he's, he's worked. He, he gets on him like a puppy dog and they let him just talk or bleed or get hit in the nuts, which like he doesn't, I don't think he gets hit in the nuts here, but hopefully, Oh no, he does. Get, 100%. Does he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's literally the, um, first thing oh. that happens. Um, Tommy, <laughs> um, goes to hit him and then Jimmy just nut taps him. Just right. cup check. Uh, like it wasn't like a, it wasn't even a low blow. It was just a quick flick of the wrist. Boom, pow, yeah. done. Um, now, do you think Tommy Dreamer? So Tommy Dreamer clearly. Lo- I mean, this has been well discussed. Like going back on message boards, like fifteen, twenty years at this point. Tommy Dreamer clearly loves cockball torture. He's a big CBT guy, right? Um, do you think he asks for money to appear on these shows? Or is his deal that he just calls up Gabe and okay, says... to confirm, he does say in his promo, after Jimmy <clears> calls <throat> him out for wanting the spotlight in, again, the prestigious Evolve, um, I'm assuming the prestigious Evolve singles division, um, Tommy does say, I did not get paid for this. I worked mm. for free for my dear, close, personal friend who was trying to build something special. Did he use Gabe's name? He did not use Gabe's name. He did say, my friend. Silent partner? (laughs) Um, So, you know, take that for what it will. I don't think there's anyone else he was talking about. Do you think that Tommy Dreamer has ever paid a prostitute to hit him or otherwise uh, do pain towards his, his balls? Yeah. 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 That feels, Um, yeah. Feels right. Have you ever watched those videos of like women stomping on like watermelons and tomatoes? No. Like, on on YouTube and other websites. Yeah, say that I have. Okay. Do you think Tommy Dreamer has? Um. No. No. I, no. <laughs> he doesn't know about he, it. I don't think he uses the internet often. He doesn't even know his own kinks, <laughs> man. And it's he's such a tragic figure. Didn't win the ECW title till two thousand. <laughs> doesn't know that there are women out there who would just love to beat the shit out of his nuts like all day and all night. And I, you know, I feel for Tommy Dreamer. He is the ultimate underdog. And one day he will get a woman to marry him and kick him in the nuts every night. And that's why he's in this professional wrestling business. If you're going to find her somewhere, that's where. We all take different paths, you know? He also does his pose. Does the does the whole thing? See, that's the thing is, if you spread your arms out like that, you're just asking for a shot to the nuts. <laughs> yep, <laughs> unprotected. <laughs> just let it happen. Give it to me. Yeah, um, the T pose. The T is for testicles. Oh, then um, post backstage uh, little little video. Um, Ken calls evolve uh, a piece of crap. Which seems accurate oh. at this point. Yeah, I forgot about that segment. Uh, isn't that doesn't that segment start out with like more Adam Cole? Probably. Probably. Man, what is he doing? 
I don't know. In an earlier segment, um, Adam Cole was talking about learning from Tommy Dreamer, really trying to soak up all that knowledge. Mm. Um, I don't know what he's doing here. I <laughs> Tommy Dreamer, teach me the words to the Alice in Chains song. And to confirm, he's not on this show. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. Him and that guy from DDT, Michael Nakazawa, neither of them are on the show. They should have just wrestled each other. That would have been a Really great match. Well, uh, at least at least Ibushi's on this card. And yeah. Nakazawa is just tagging along. That's right. The genius himself. Um, Ibushi Koda. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, okay. All right. And then someone Dallas. Someone. Who, is, who are they called? Uh, not Mark Dallas. That's. Never mind. Um. Eventually goes on to be a commentator for Evolve for a period of time. Yeah, um, Larry. Larry. Yeah. Yeah, he's on here. He's, he's looking good. He's talking about um, partying with, with Ken and hooking him up. Yeah. Shots, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which is great. Like, I really dig, um, like, shoot angles about people, like, who have, like, severe drug problems. I really enjoy when they tap into that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You know how they did the um, the Benoit and Sullivan feud, and then Sullivan let his wife. You know where I'm going with this. It worked out really well. Happy endings all around. Yeah, and it always ends that way. It always ends in the happiest possible way. Next match. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought there was there was gonna be an end to that, and that was, I guess, the end. Um, Johnny uh, Gargano versus Chris is that how, Dickinson. Is that he pronounced that Gargano. Gargano. You ever seen this guy before? Yeah. Yeah. He wrestles in actually um, NXT now. Um, he's gonna be wrestling for the NXT Championship in Brooklyn. Wow. He's not I, good though. I don't. So here's the thing about Johnny Gargano, is I was totally sure that I loved him, after hating him for a like a decade, after hating him as like part of Fist, um, which like encompasses this era that we're talking about here tonight, um, hating him like through his like PWG push in the like fourteen fifteen kind of time. And then like coming around to him, him and like uh, and Champa as the tag champs and the you know chasing for the titles and all of that team DIY, and I became convinced that okay Johnny Gargano like gets it now, and now man he got it and then he got too much of it like he figured out how to be a wrestler, and then he figured out how to be a specific wrestler, <laughs> and it fucking sucks. Because he was right there. He was, like, on the verge. And even, like, had grasped that, like, concept of the white meat baby face, you know? The classic, you know, Rick Martell in AWA. Like, he was fucking killing it for a year-ish. That's incredible. And now Keep he, going. Now he's... Now he's uh, now he's Shawn Michaels, so... I think Gargano's the same wrestler he's always been. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's this amazing arc that people have invented. I'm just going to say invented, and that they're wrong. 
Um, I don't, I don't quite get it. It seems like the characteristics that we see now from him, um, are the same characteristics that always existed. Um, I can't imagine you not being a fan of him from this era, um, and being a fan of him now, or being a, um, not a fan of him now and being a fan of him before. Um, mm. I have no idea how you would come to that conclusion, and people seem to have done that, but um, you're incorrect and probably should just watch more. Um, That's fair. So get on it. Actually, don't. No, he's a bad wrestler. Um, don't do that. I thought he was fine in Fist. <laughs> um, weird. <laughs> uh, weird. Why is that weird? Why is that weird? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's a tag guy. He can just doesn't have to do that much. He is really good in that tag team with, with Ciampa, too. So. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. Maybe you were, maybe you were wrong. Hmm. Um, it would be the first time. Chris Dickinson, also very similar guy to what he is now, except definitely more Jack now. Uh, definitely more bald. Definitely more dirty daddy, for real. Chris Dickinson rules. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Um, uh, yes, I think it was Savon made the 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 statement that like Dickinson was like the he like took the road less traveled compared to Davy Richards. Um, like instead of becoming like um like the full Bushido, he just became like a cool weirdo who yells "suck me" at people <laughs> and then fucks them up. <laughs> And has fun while doing it. Um, I don't know. Dickinson is like the 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 best. I I love him. I love Jaka. Obviously, we're not going to talk about Jaka here because he was only working in Evolve at this time as Johnny Mangway or something. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah, um, but Dickinson comes out wearing a fucking suicidal tendencies jersey, and his hair like he looks like. Um, he, so, all right. So Chris Dickinson looks like an extra from Jeremy Saulnier's green room. Okay. Uh, well, you're talking to the wrong crowd here. Mm, I'm the wrong crowd. That's all right. That's all right. The crowd is the people listening, man. Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so again, very much. I, it's a movie about Nazi punks. Oh, okay. I just Not don't think really, I understood kinda. that. That was the director. Yeah, Jeremy Sony is cool. Okay, no, um, I've, this is a good movie. Everyone, okay, yeah. we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, so Chris Dickinson, um, is I, I love the guy. He's not a Nazi, he just looks like one. Okay. Um, he's great, this match is bad. That's, like, all I got. Okay, I think Gargano's, like, a top-bottom 10 wrestler in the world in 2011, or just, 2010, whatever this is. Key spot here, spinning roundhouse kick. Um, Dickinson just throws out there and it's beautiful. Just yeah. a whole pirouette kick. It's, I don't have that written down, but I'm sure that happened. First note, spinning roundhouse kick, all caps, exclamation point. <laughs> um, I, I say Dickinson has fake big dick energy at one point. Mm. Um, I'm not entirely, he, he eventually, now he has true big dick energy. Um, mm. I think he was just trying to emulate something he did not have at this moment in time. Um, yeah, 20, 2010, he merely had chest hair. 
That's all. I don't know. Gargano tries to operate in a gray area, which includes doing baby face spots and heel spots, um, which is now what gray Fist. is. Um, Fist, baby. And the match is six minutes and five seconds. Six minutes, five seconds. Six oh five. Super show. Remember that? Remember that podcast? Is that not still going? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I heard um, a, a cheap, cheap heat. Um, called that a a critical piece in the preservation of um, historical wrestling. So there you go. Oh man, cheap I shot. Mean, yeah, I don't know. The only thing that Bix ever made like better and like far worse after he left. So, um, most things are far worse when he comes. So, I actually like Bix. Yeah, don't don't lie to yourself. Um, Don't tell anybody. (laughs) I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. I I've seen Bix. I can officially say I've seen Bix. Does he listen to the show? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely. Can we talk about? Can we talk about how um, apparently? He was looking good at the SCI. I, yeah, I think that's fair. I think According fair. to reports. According to reports, boy's got some booty on him. Boy's got juice. Yeah. Man. Um, Bix, if you're hearing this, let's talk, baby. Um, yeah, I'm about it. I'm about it. Moving on. <laughs> about it, about it, and route it, route it. <laughs> Big Booty Bix. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Munanori Sawa. Is that th- how you say it? Thank you. Yeah. M- I was going to butcher that one uh, versus TJ Perkins. Best match in Evolve history up to this point. It might be. I you know, I really like Brad Attitude and Silas Young, but this might be better. Um, Sawa is a fucking man. I've loved Sawa for a very long time. Um, have you seen any of his, like, um, you've probably seen at least some of it, but have you seen a good deal of his, like, battle arts work? I would not define anything I've seen in professional wrestling as a good deal of anything. Um, mm. But I've seen some, yes. Um, I really like his performance in Yuta Yoshikawa's, I think, retirement match from, like, 2010. Um, that was, like, the first thing I ever saw Sawa in. And it was the first time I ever saw him throw that like, like baseball punch thing that he does. Yeah. And it's, oh man, I love this dude so much. I had no idea he was on this show until I turned it on, and I saw him cut that promo in Japanese without subtitles, which was cool. And, um, but no, TJP is such a weird thing to me. Um, I have this written down here, and I said it in the chat also. Um, what does every promoter in the world see in TJP that no actual wrestling fan sees? I feel like there's multiple wrestlers like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, TJ definitely fits that bill, though, given his... He's a dreamin'. And eventually, he got... He, Paul bought into it. Yeah. And throws the cruise race trap on him, and it's a beautiful thing. Um... Yeah. He's got some shit hair, though, in this, particularly in this match. I'd much rather him wrestle as Puma mm. than what we got here. Not a good look. So someone mentioned in the DM, I think it was Chris, that said um, 
TJ Perkins' mom worked for a an airline, so he was able to get free, uh, like free trans, and he could just get promoters to book him anywhere in the country because he could fly himself out for free. That's that adds <laughs> up. That makes so much sense when you put it like that. I yeah, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's something I'm that I, either Chris or Bad Max said in the chat last night. So, no, um, noted sources of professional wrestling. Definitely, if we're gonna believe Rover, then we should believe those two fucking guys. Um, yeah, I have this down. I have this written down as definitely the best thing on here so far. So I believe what I wrote yesterday. Clumsy at nine minutes thirty seven seconds. I would define it as a match that would fit in uh, on a Bellage show. Would not be the best match. Yeah. Maybe third best match. It would be like third. It'd be like third match on a six match card for sure. But it would fit in. Yeah. Um, um, Sawa does his like Mudo bullshit, which I I love the idea that like he is such a fucking Keiji Mudo fan that he, you know, like the Laundry Mudo gimmick. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Not particularly no. It's a DDT thing, obviously. Yeah. Um, if you couldn't tell from I what I said. I picked up lingerie and photo, yeah. <laughs> and I combined the two and think, you know what? Yeah, that adds up. Yeah, sure. Math. Um, and he, so he's like, he does like Shining Wizards and the elbow thing. And, um, and so here's a weird thing to me is that he came out of retirement earlier this year just so he could work Evolve with, uh, with Sekimoto. Um, like that's such a weird thing to do. Well, Gabe, imagine, um, just imagine like that's coming the, out of retirement for Gabe. That's the poll that Mister Sapolsky has. Um, I get it. I get it. Gabe's a powerful and persuasive, <laughs> persuasive man. I'm thinking about Sawa sitting there listening to one of Gabe's like rip off Paul Heyman uh, inspirational speeches and Sawa doesn't understand, but like every fifth word, but he's so into it, completely engrossed in everything that Gabe says. And then he's the first to jump up when Gabe finishes his, you know, Al Pacino inches game of inches at the end of (laughs) any given Sunday speech. Like Sawa must have something deep in his heart that makes him love Gabe Sapolsky. Um, I had no idea he was on the show and I got so excited to see him because Sawa is the fucking man. And he like totally gets um, crowd rhythms. Um, you can tell like, especially for like a battle arts guy or like, I guess shoot style guys in general. I mean, not that they don't know how to work the crowd, don't know how to feed into um, the way a crowd is is building in anticipation and paying off on big spots at the right time, but Sawa is like totally like a a U.S. you know babyface worker at points in this. Totally gets how to bring that crowd to the right point, and then his like moment of impact with his big kick to the face or you know his his shoot punch to the face just comes at the right time for the maximum pop and saw was the fucking man yeah so i don't think that saw was ever going to be a elite tier top tier shoot style guy for the very reasons that um his strong tendencies that you know to about his ability to understand the crowd rhythm uh and such um were strengths and not a the whole kicking real hard 
punching real hard, throwing the nastiest suplexes known to um, man and just working realistic. It definitely is a more traditional style um, with still some of those shootier leanings. Um, I do like how Sawa is kind of Gabe's first kind of foreign talent. Um, he's going to bring in his first import um, kind of knowing that he needs to separate this from Dragon Gate USA at this time. Um, and he kind of chooses Sawa to be the guy that's going to help him do that. Um, and I think that's cool because he's used as kind of an undercard guy now and the future will be used as more of a main attraction uh, as folks kind of actually figure out hey, Sawa's really fucking great. I really probably be paying attention to him. Um, and the match in general, I don't think they do a lot of complex things or anything. It's not going to blow your mind from a um, structural point, from a narrative point, but it's just solid work all around. Um, and when Sawa throws a fastball punch, you're going to be like, okay, yes, I am here for this 100% of the time. Um, 100% approved. Go. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm very much about this match. Um, I The one thing you can't point to is that uh, TJ constantly goes for the arm cross arm breaker in this match, um, but like doesn't ever work for it. Like he just takes it when it's there, but he never mm. seems like he's aiming to do it. Like he's never pushing Sawa into position to get there. Um, he just takes it when he gets it, um, and thus he <clears> ends up just striking with Sawa, which means he's gonna get his ass whooped every single time he does that. Um, mm. And that's how he gets <laughs> his uh, all tangled up and punched a whole lot yeah um i think that's one of my main complaints about tjp a lot of the time is that he feels like he doesn't work for and consequently earn any of his like big submission holds um i don't know it's kind of like zack saber jr syndrome and i like zach all right i mean he's not one of my favorites but like that's like a similar thing where these guys they feel like they're floating from one submission spot to the next or one they float from a transition into a submission and they, they don't earn any of it. Um, which especially when you're in there with a guy like Sawa, um, it just, it's, it's glaring. It's obvious that, you know, this guy can get out, whatever you've got him in, he can get out of it immediately because you didn't work that hard to get a minute. So he doesn't need to work that hard to get out of it. I don't know. That's fair. I don't. I don't love TJP, um, but I do love Munenor Sawa, and I would. I have this down as the only actually good. That's capital A, capital G, actually good thing on this entire show. It feels like TJ did like a speed dating version of training, where <laughs> he just went everywhere and did all of like the quick and dirty, uh, mm. got it over with, and now knows the one I want, the one one of all the styles. Um, but as far as knowing the intricacies and nuances and what makes any of these things work, um, that's, uh, that's where it kind of falls flat. Yeah. All I right. was surprised to see Sawa win this. I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I like this. I liked it too. We're on the same page. It's cool to like something. Yeah. Especially on this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving on to something that is so unlikable. We got a, a Jakara Trios match. <laughs> it's not officially labeled as such. 
I have it written down as Chikara Trio. Wow. So, sorry. Gabe didn't call it that. So Akuma, baby. Uh, yes. It is Akuma's Army. <laughs> uh, versus the Frighteners? Team Frightening? Oh, okay. Um, uh, if you were to go on a cage match, the, uh, it's Chikara Sekigun. I'm sorry, what? Chikara Sekigun. Okay. Um, so this is going to be Akuma's army of Gran Akuma, the one and only, <laughs> the Twitter wrestling influencer. Yeah, the uh, wrestling critic. Uh, and Icarus and Brody Lee versus Quackenbush, Hollywood and Frightmare. I have written down that Brody Lee hanging out with Icarus and Akuma is some real gross shit. Three of the <laughs> grossest dudes of all time hanging out. <laughs> Like, and this is before, so this is before Icarus is like taking off his shirt and the crowd booing gimmick, which is the only thing that's ever been watchable about him, like, which was super funny. And the crowd was super funny playing along with it. Uh, are you familiar with that? I am. Okay. I am. It's a good, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Taiji's pants rip off. So it's, it's <laughs> similar in a way. Sure. Sure. Um, no, I, I, I was disgusted by the the just the sight of Akuma and Icarus and Brody Lee standing like within five feet of each other. Um I don't know. I gotta say this about this match and this is something that people talk about sometimes but they never like really go in on it. Um Quackenbush is like one of the all time great con men in wrestling because he just trains these fucking nerds to make his offense look good when he's in the ring with them. Like that's his entire deal. He, his entire, like the entire concept of Chikara was him. And I guess Skyda being like, well, we like to work a style that nobody else knows how to work. And we look like idiots all the time because I mean, not that Skyda's, I mean, Skyda's fine. Skyda's good in Mexico, especially. Um, but like, Quack is a hopeless, weird motherfucker and completely like idiosyncratic and just worthless. Always was. And then he was like, oh, what if I open a school to train all of these guys who all are, I'm sure, hideous? And that's why I put them all under masks to take my stupid fucking offense, my like quasi world of sport jacking off with both hands bullshit <laughs> and it's one of the great one of the great con moves in the history of wrestling oh uh, let me grab all these elephant men and then we <laughs> are going to wrestle a style no one's no one's really <laughs> doing um so they can definitely not get work um man and then you're gonna do something this is total style just be based around me like you guys <laughs> You're there. Um, people will like you. Like they won't like you that much that they're gonna pay to see you somewhere else. Um, but they'll like you enough to come see you here. Um, and then I can kind of win in the end. So <laughs> that's and not... he gets laid, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's not talk about that. But <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna just <sighs> take off a season. You know. Yep. Yep. That hurts. That's the reason. Yeah. 
injuries. Um, I actually, I, if Cheech and Chuck Taylor was the Chikara B show undercard, this is a um, Chikara B show main event. Mm, sure. Um, still not that good. I don't, I don't know why. Um, it's just, I don't know. A lot of these matches that were still short, uh, let me look at what this clock's in. Uh, well, it's 11 minutes and 34 seconds. This is indeed the second longest match of the card. Yeah. Um, but it just feels I like sluggish. The post-match. There's, a, there's two things in the post-match that I like, which is one... Uh, the announcer, who I think is also Lenny Leonard, Leonard pulling double duty here, um, saying Team Frightening is 1 and O. Oh. Like there's a trios division here or something. Yeah, they. The prestigious Evolve trios division. Right. This right. might be the only match in the trios division history. <laughs> I hope. Um, and then Quackenbush in his post match. <laughs> Post match promo saying Akuma is a fierce competitor. Which true? Have you have you seen his face lately? Have you seen? No, I still don't understand fierce. Gabe's fascination with Grand Akuma. Um, because he's a hey a big player explain... in, in Dragon Gate USA and Evolve. Can you explain uh, Real Heroes' fascination with? Posting Granakuma's face in the DM repeatedly. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, it's good. It's terrible, but it's, it's fine. So yeah, this match is not that great and kind of disappointing, yeah. given that like I like the majority of the people in this match. I like Hollow Wicked. I think he's one of the better Quack nerds. I yes. don't know. And I, Brody and Brody Lee like Brody Lee could be a top five wrestler anywhere in the world at any time if the booking allowed him. So but I, that's that's like the coldest take ever. Everybody knows that about Brody Lee. He's a yep. fucking man. Exactly. Two C V alum. Brody Lee. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> that's what's important here, okay? Two C W status <laughs> is what gets you into my heart. Alright, uh, alright. I'm with it. Okay. Main event time. It's the big one. This is what we've been building to this whole damn show. Um, the main event of Evolve 1, Colin Abushi versus uh, Richards. Mm. Kota Abushi versus Davey Richards. Ibushi Kota versus Davey Richards. Yes. Yeah. Richardsu. I'm um, surprised that Gabe didn't like didn't bring in like a Japanese announcer to to do the opening yeah, uh, introduction to this. That's obviously something he would do. Oh wait, I missed something. Sorry. Can let's rewind this one second before we get into All right, this. What you got? Um, the prior backstage segment was the backstage woman. I don't know what her official role would be called. Her name is Woman because she doesn't interview anyone. Hmm. She doesn't really ask a whole lot of questions. She kind of just guides this camera crew around, it seems. Sometimes um, she gets threatened by Dave Richards. Sometimes she know? gets threatened by Dave Richards. Same oh. woman. Um, and she's talking to TJ in a very in, an interesting manner. Um, almost a loving manner. Um, essentially telling him not to be down in the dumps. Um despite him being a big old fat loser coming in at 0-1 in the prestigious of all singles division. <laughs> um, 
And then, like, when she notices the cameras are there, the camera crew that she's been guiding this entire time, presumably, um, she just snaps out of it, leaves. There you go. All done. And I'm still... I'm, I am interested in the belt. Like, we're... We're on a journey here. It doesn't happen in Evolve 1. That story this story does not conclude. I'm ready for Evolve 2 right now, just to see where this goes. I'll tell you what. The TJB the TJB the TJP story concludes with him winning the Cruiserweight Classic. Spoilers. That's the end of his story. That is And he right. retired. Well, sure. Yeah. Yep. Is he st- is he still on I hope there's, the, the roster? Who is watching any of that? Um, not The New York 50. The New York 50. He's going to play Xanax Grand uh, 39. CJ Perkins. What if it was like the New York 50, but it's Saturday Night Live, and it's, uh, what's his name, Don... Uh, Cheadle? What's that guy's name? No, Don. not Don Imus, not Don Cheadle. Um, Shit. You know the guy who did the no Tracy Morgan. You know the guy. Nope. Well, nah, what if he all. just did that for him and <laughs> him and the Frey movement as Lorne Michaels, <laughs> and instead of Saturday Night Live, it's the New York Fifty. Stay with me here. This is good. Um, this is... No, I'm. This is again another journey I'm here for. Mm, Seth Rollins. You know. And so on and so forth. So Kurobushi versus Davey Richards. Um, the cool thing they do here. <laughs> okay, go. Sorry. I'm looking at my. I'm looking at my watch. What's wrong? The cool thing. Uh, I don't know. This match is fine. Is the picture in picture they do for the entrances? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that felt. That felt pretty bushido. It was totally bushido. It's. Something that you don't see in today's Evolve. I don't know why. Because it made it feel like a big deal. I don't, it was a, a, just a little thing where they have like a little video of Kotobushi in the back um, walking to come out. Um, and then once he's out, obviously the video kind of goes away. Um, <laughs> same for Dave Richards. It's just a little thing, but it makes it feel like, oh, hey, so this is the main event. Um and probably the best part of the match. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I thought this match was okay. Um, I, I kept, like, I haven't watched a Davey Richards match in a little while, so. Um, I don't know. I kept thinking about Davey Richards, you know, becoming a doctor just so he could write his own scripts for OxyContin. Um, I shared this with you before, but Appreciate the idea it. of him doing the superplex spot with Eddie Edwards where they, you know, they, they no sell the superplex and they go over the ropes, except they're both covered in fentanyl patches. Um, by the way, first, uh, first ever, um, lethal injection, uh, administered, um, by fentanyl, um, recently ha- I think that happened yesterday. So, um, opi- uh, opioid crisis is really, um, getting handled. Um, I also thought about Davy Richards becoming like, woke dude like you know he figures it out he's like ah i love all lifestyles and i'm he's like he becomes like an i'm with her like hillary dude and uh he starts posting on twitter about how he's an lgbtq plus ally 
because he fought the gay Pirarisu genius Ibushi Koda <laughs> on Evolve 1. Um, and then I thought about the scene in Boogie Nights. A movie where... I've not seen. Okay, well, Tanner watched it last night, and he enjoyed it quite a bit. He gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. Everyone go um, uh, go on Letterboxd. It's a good website. Good website. Um, the scene in Boogie Nights where Alfred Molina buys cocaine from John C. Riley, Mark Wahlberg, and uh, and uh, Thomas Jane, except instead of Alfred Molina, it's Davy Richards in a bathrobe and a Speedo singing Sister Christian. Um and then Ibushi hit like the weakest Otani <laughs> springboard drop kick, and it was just like the most fake ass Bushido bullshit, man. So that was that was what happened as I thought about all the scenarios, and then the match started, and it sucked. Um, David Richards works Kodobushi's left arm, which is smart slim to work for Kodobushi. Mm-hmm. Can't no sell yeah. it. Um, Can't do a moonsault without that arm. He's not. He didn't sell it anyway. So why, <laughs> like, why target something that might actually affect the match whatsoever? Mm. Um, Kota Bushi does fighting spirit out of a superplex, <laughs> which was very funny. Um, I don't know if everyone else thought it was just a, a hoot of a time, um, but I was like, you know what? Good, good on you, Kota. Don't fucking get hurt for that kind of bullshit. Uh, that's not Barry Windham out there. Um, this is real man shit. Um, there's a big pop for Bushi doing his triangle moonsault. And I was like, you know what? Good. Good, good, good. That looked cool in this setting. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know like if that would be getting a big response in 2K18, but, mm-hmm. you know, 2010, that seems like something fresh something exciting and not something that you've probably seen um 20 times in fucking rawway new jersey yeah that's okay splitting the atom to these people (laughs) um what what did my other notes say um (laughs) abushi it it makes very funny faces um when dr is just kicking them right in the chest uh Mm. while he's in the ropes um you Ibushi can make some funny faces. I think he really escalated things in the ropes here. Um, you'll have to you gotta see it to kind of understand what I'm talking about here. It's a very uh, visual cue I'm trying to direct you guys to. Um, but his whole body is just contorting in a way that I don't think my body would contort if it got kicked by David Richards, who uh, looks like he's kicking very hard. Um, truly Bushido. Um, yeah. So, um, what else do I got here? Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, Dave Richards, it's a shooting star pressed to his legs. Um, oh, right. Which is he does good. Does do the shooting star. Um, I wish he did one of those things where he just like lands in the ropes when he does a shooting yeah, star. Yeah, I can't see him do that move without thinking of that same gif. I don't know. Uh, David just does Kamora in 2010, so he's um, a true trailblazer of the sport. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, His yeah. selling, I mean, both of their selling is like a little iffy. Um, I do like the slop of Ibushi selling. Um, uh Davy Richards, like, 
and I don't I feel like this is like the fourth time I've brought up my backyard wrestling days and I don't even mean to do that but um, I guess something about Evolve 1 reminds me of when I was a backyard wrestler I don't fucking know why um, Davey Richards selling in this match reminded me of a guy I backyarded with who would constantly check his forehead and like bottom lip for blood after every single strike he always thought he was getting busted open and I don't know if that was like legit or if he was just selling that way, but that's what Davy Richards selling reminds me of as a backyarder. <laughs> I get that. I mean, at one point he did get his mouth did get busted open, so at least he knows he's doing something that's going to cause that. Um, yeah. I want to know this match does lock in at 18 minutes and 12 seconds, so it is by far the longest match of the card. It didn't feel that long. No, it's very that's it, impressive. They work at a very brisk pace. Um, nothing's consequential though. Uh, in the end, I don't think Coda is the smartest wrestler I've ever seen. What? <laughs> this, the, the, the genius, uh, as you have proclaimed him, um, Davey on the other hand, very smart, very understands this business very well. Um, high wrestler IQ. Um, <laughs> the intelligentsia. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more um, reference of like a, a character that he reminded me of, and that's that he he his um, his aggression comes off as a like depraved sex pervert guy, um, and that I'd really like to see him do a reading of the "Show Me How You Suck a Cock" scene from Abel Ferrara's Bad Lieutenant. Anyways, that was my last note on this match. Good. That's no, that's a good note. I liked it. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's In, a good movie. I've never seen it. It's pretty rough. What year is it? 92. Okay. Just rattle that off of the top of my head because I'm Just one of those weirdos. Beat. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, this is just like a fun match, I guess. Like, I will not yeah, no, no, no. remember anything really about it. Um, they don't do anything that stands out from any of their other matches. Um, and they don't really, there's not a whole lot of building going on. It's just, it's a match. It caps How off. do you go out there the first show of like a new era, right? Yeah. There's no build. There, it can't be. It's just two, two warriors going head to head. I mean, on the scale of like first show main events, like... It's nowhere near the level of what low key Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels, right? No. But I'm sure there's some shitty indie out there that tried to do this kind of thing, and this is much better than than whatever they pulled off. Um, I don't know. I I was okay with this match, and I hate Davy Richards. Um, I, mean, I do like thinking about him doing drugs, like doing hardcore prescription drugs, but. Besides that, I'm not a fan. I've I've started the narrative to work really work back to thinking that Dave Rich is not a bad professional wrestler. I think people are on board, so I'm glad to hear that um, he was. Fine. I thought you were going to say that you started doing when you said I've started. I thought you started, started doing, doing like hydromorphone narcotics. <laughs> um, not quite. Okay, I I've lost my train of thought here. Um, I guess it's okay this match is kind of inconsequential because Davey Richards is never seen from again. 
um, mm. in Evolve after the show. Well, next not true. Not even once? That's not true. He comes back years oh, later. Man. I was going to say. Years I later. Davey. Um, but his, the whole plan was to have Davey be kind of the face of this whole damn promotion, and then he's just gone. Um, I'm surprised fun. to hear that. I'm, like, legitimately surprised to hear that. Um, wait. Oh, God. Okay, so I was going to do a thing where I would look up... Um, I just, you know, I'm going to look up the next show. What's, what's on Evolve 2? And I click the cage match thing and it tells me the current champions. Do you know who the current champion of Evolve is? Um, just tell me. Shane Strickland. That's dope. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. I hope we, I hope we we both die before we... (laughs) Um, so let me tell you about the, the the worst part about Evolve One though is Davey Richards does not do a post match promo. Mister mm. Post Match Promo himself. The whole philosophy of the whole structure is you win, you get a promo. Lenny comes in, gives you the mic. Here you go, Daddy. Run with it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get a fucking second. And you know what? That's absolute horseshit. I sat through two plus hours to get to that promo, and I got nothing. Unacceptable from Gabe's. Maybe they should have had a woman come in so he could threaten them. That would have probably triggered him. Yeah. Got him. Got him going. Yeah. Rustled his dander. R.I.P. Davy Richards. Never appeared on an Evolve show again. That I've. That's been debunked recently, but yes, correct. Never. We'll see. Yeah, we, we won't. We won't get there. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Well, all right. How do you feel just on the whole? Give me, give me a straight. Fall of one. <clears throat> Emotionally, how do you stand? Um. You know. When this idea for you and I to watch these shows and do podcasts about them became an idea, right? Um, Let me break it down. You DM'd me and said, are we going to do this podcast? And I said, LOL, which podcast was that? To which you said, the Evolve Retrospective. Because apparently... I decided to suggest this or at the very least go in 50 50 with you on the idea that this was a good idea. Now do, do I think that this was a good idea? No. Did I enjoy doing this and do I want to keep doing this? Yeah, sure. Sure. I've never watched these shows. I didn't know what you're going to say there. I was, I was hanging on by the seat of my pants. (laughs) You know, have you listened to the Dan Reichert and Jeff Gersman Dragon Ball Z podcast? I have not. Well, every episode ends with them saying, do you want to keep watching this show and do another episode of this podcast? <laughs> and the answer is inevitably always yes. So that's wow. where I'm at. It's good. Okay. That's where I'm at. I'm there with you. Wow. Yeah. Evolve too. I'm very excited about it. Try to keep it under two hours next time. We'll see what we can do. We got <laughs> probably Dave Richards is not on the next show, so we won't be talking about him beating up women. That's um, true. Uh, 
takes out about half an hour at least. Yeah, yeah. It's important subject matter. Well, this was a great time, and I'm excited to do it again. Yeah. Do you... I'm sorry you had to stay up till like almost 1 a.m. your time. I feel bad about that, but... I'm not sure I'm going to be able to sleep. Yeah. Um, at one point, my dog was making noises in her sleep, and I thought, she might just not be breathing. She was breathing. What's your dog's name? Clementine. Fucking A. That's great. <laughs> um... My dog's name is Abraham. He's 14 years old, which is 98 years old in dog years. That's wow. He could die at any moment. That my dog is four. Um, it still feels like she could die at any moment. Yeah, dogs are fragile. (laughs) They're so they're so special though. Love them so much. Dogs are pure. Um, Yeah, purer than we deserve. That's the takeaway. Do you wanna hand out a, a, a Twitter handle of some sort? Um, my name is Bucky. That's B U C K Y. You can find me at very underscore tall underscore man. That's very tall man. Um, check me out. I post maybe four times a week. Um, you can follow me on other things where I also post very infrequently. Um, check out my letterbox where I review movies. Um, probably with the most frequency of any social media profile that I have um, because I watch a lot of movies. Um, same username. Don't at me. Um, if you make good tweets, enough of them, um, you might be added to a DM group with the both of us. Um, <laughs> you have to fit a very specific type of like political opinion. You have to hate the right people. And you have to, like, love to post pictures of Kermit the Frog's dick. But if you fit those criteria, you're in. Which is about at least 80% of you. I can yeah. feel it. Yeah. Um, Just be the best you. <laughs> fuck. Um, well, in that case, thank you all for listening to the very first We Don't Know Evolve Um very excited for the evolve we don't know evolve um yeah canonical too we'll work out the kinks next time but this one is just worth than all yeah you just we just grinded this one out yeah love it thank you sam thank you bucky